It's time for the Daily Stand-Up Podcast presented by Agile Dad with your host, Lee Henson. Without any further ado, let's get started. I received another email from Mike Cohen, one of my favorite guys on the planet. And this time it was about story writing. He asked, are your stories open or closed? And that led me to think, and I believe I already know where he's going with this because I see a lot of people who do these open-ended stories and the open-ended stories really lead to some interesting results where people just don't have clear acceptance criteria definition of done. And I hope that's where he's going because I'm jumping the gun here. So let me read a little bit of what he's got to say and we'll see where we're going. So a useful concept to keep in mind when writing or splitting stories is to always try to write closed user stories. A closed user story is when it finishes with the end user having achieved a meaningful goal. That makes sense. I'd like to think of that user being ready for a coffee break after finishing said story. I'm done with this. Now I can go on a coffee break. As an example of a story that's not closed, consider this one from a job search website. It said, as a recruiter, I can manage the jobs, uh, the job ads that I've placed. Okay, pause. That right there is bad news. That's a red flag. Anytime you use the word like manage or designate or any kind of those words where it's just something that's an action word, but it's not a closed action word. Uh, first and foremost, I, I agree with Mike here. He says the story is too big to be useful. Second, managing is not something that a user is ever going to finish. Uh, think of a manager in your office, any manager at all. And do you remember a time when that manager ever said, okay, everybody, it's 10 o'clock. I'm going to you know, spray things down and go for a walk or whatever. You know, it's just, you can't, you can't just say I'm done managing and walk away. You, you, any good manager will tell you that managers don't just stop managing. It's a continual thing, right? So if that's true, then we have to discover that there are some certain words like administer, manage, administrate, maintain. There's several others, I'm sure. When you see those, that should be a red flag letting you know, hey, that story is not closed and it's going to be impossible to write acceptance criteria that will capture a reasonable or suitable goal. So there, so I think that's pretty interesting. Uh, next, you wanna make sure you consider um, how are you going to write user stories that are more simple? I like the whole concept of KISS, keep it simple, right? If we keep it super simple, then it's gonna be easy for us to do the things we're trying to do. So on a job search website, managing the job ads means reviewing incoming applicants, checking expiration dates of the ads, deleting any applications that aren't a good fit, and modifying ad text to better find candidates. Now, what I can tell you is, you know, those are all great. And I don't think any one person would be perfect at all of those. I mean, there could be. But the point I'm trying to make is it's good that you have these broken and smaller segments that each different team member can take on things. And uh, it'll be easier to consume inside of the sprint. So let's see where he goes with it. If that was the case, he said you would write stories about those specific ideas. So instead of having that one initial real bulky story, as an example, you would have, as a recruiter, I can review resumes from applicants to one of my ads so that I can pass the good candidates on to the hiring manager. That makes perfect sense, and it's a good user story. How about this one? As a recruiter, I can change the expiration date on an ad so that we continue to get more applicants for open positions and stop receiving applications for positions that have been filled. I love it. That's a perfectly good story. Or how about this one? As a recruiter, I can delete an application that is not a good match for a job so that no one else wastes time reviewing an inappropriate candidate. I like that one too. Or maybe this last one. As a recruiter, I can modify the description of any job in ad 
in an ad so that we are attracting the best possible candidates for that position. That's perfect because I want to make sure I'm always getting the best candidates. And I think that this tells the story of invest, right? Keeping things independent, negotiable, valuable, estimable, sized appropriately, and testable are going to help us make sure we're governing and managing stories correctly. So each of those stories that I just now described were good examples of closed stories. The recruiter user achieves a meaningful goal by completing any of those stories. Or as I've said, as soon as that person is finished, they can say, oh, it's time for a coffee break. The recruiter might think I finished reviewing applicants, so now I can take a coffee break. Or, ah, I'm updating expiration dates. I'm just wrapping up. It's time for a coffee break. But when you write closed stories, it's good not just for the benefits of the users, but because they just aren't so open-ended. And so bring me a rock. You know, I mean, there's just so many of those type of stories out there. A story that says only a story that says only that a recruiter can manage job ads can mean something very different to a team member than it does to a product owner. The product owner might have thought that included running reports on the effectiveness of certain keywords and job titles. After all, the product owner might think that those people are vital to managing uh, the ads, to managing the ads effectively and making sure they they have a maximum effectiveness. And I think that's fair credit. You know, we want to make sure that we're uh, governing and managing things appropriately. The process of writing closed stories can drive out some of the vagueness that leads to the team misinterpreting product owner's intent, and it helps them stay focused. So if the product owner has one aligned intent, you know, then the teams will know that are working on it. Okay, this is the intent for that item. This is what we're trying to do. And uh, like I said, it's just it's one of those things that takes practice. It's not something you're going to master overnight, right? So. The process of writing closed-end stories is important. It's very important. And it comes into mind when with regard to acceptance criteria and how we govern definition of done. There's so many things that tie into this. Are there times when an open story is good? That's a great question, Mike. Yes. there's a They're fine as big, big placeholder epics or big, big placeholder features that reside in a roadmap or way up or way down on a product backlog in this case. So early on on a project that it'd be fine to have a story about boiling the ocean or managing job ads. But at the same time, uh, as that story approaches time to get worked on, we need to make sure that we are diligent and uh, that we are finishing and doing the things that are necessary to help us succeed in writing the best possible stories we can and break them down small enough so they're easily consumable. Independent, negotiable, valuable, estimable, sized appropriately, and testable. If you can do that, you've got your stories nailed. That's going to do it for this episode, and thanks, Mike, for the wonderful email. If you'd like to reach out to us about a topic for an episode, you can learn more at AgileDad.com. We'd love to hear from you. And as always, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Until next time, do take care.